you are. Go for your life, sunshine. Oh, sunshine. Hello, sunshine. Hello, sunshine. Hello, Claire Eisen. Hello, Lisa Sinclair. Hello, Claire. Hello, Lisa Sinclair. 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 Hello, Lisa yeah. We've actually got all the classics today, haven't we? We've got classics. a snack attack, we've people got a culture club. People may argue that classic is too strong a word, but yes. <laughs> yes. We've got a beauty spot, we've yes, got what hurts spot. now. Yes. It's all... Sorry. Is your cat I don't know what that cat's me? doing. <laughs> um, so it's just, you know, it's all the classics bring, brought to you from rainy Sydney. Excellent. Let's do it. Should we go ahead yeah. and do it? Okay. So, do you want to talk about the rain, or is it just too depressing? Look, I don't know. There's much left to say about the rain. No, no. it's just it's rainy. It's been raining a lot. Wet. More floods. Really yes. depressing for people. My cost of living really is high. Really depressing for people. In, in, interest, interest rates, rates are going have gone up. <laughs> and shall we know. just try and cheer people up a bit? Yeah, then? let's do that instead. All right. Okay. Let's do some news with views. News <laughs> with views. <laughs> News with views. Yeah. Now, Claire. Yes, yes. Someone was on the cover of a magazine on Sunday. Yes. And no, not someone me. who we've been discussing, <laughs> not you, no. we've been discussing him for quite a while. We have. Wanting to know if we're a bit pervy yeah. because we think this person is hot, but he's only just turned 18, isn't he? Yeah. When did he turn 18? I think he turned 18 at the end of last year. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, we're not too pervy. No. What is his name? His name is Robert Irwin. So, yes. little Robert Irwin is all grown up. And let's just <laughs> say, not in a creepy way. <laughs> well, we can't help ourselves. He is hot. He is hot. And we've been saying for a while, right? Both of us independently, and mm. I do believe also together, yeah. that he is grown into what I like to call a Hemsworth hot. Kind of oh, boy. Oh gosh, I reckon that he's up hot. there with a Liam Hemsworth. Wow. He's not a Chris. Well, I have to say the shoot that Stella magazine did was really excellent. So good. I think they I think they got the styling just right. And yeah. they made him just hot enough, but not that we feel like pervy old ladies going, <laughs> Oh, what a handsome young man. <laughs> I did I um I really wanted to do a shoot with him in a white wet white T shirt. So I would have gone one step further. So I think we need to yes. reel me back <laughs> from the edge. You'd always go one step further, <laughs> wouldn't you? Maybe you can save that for his 21st. Yeah, yeah, well, maybe, yeah, when he's actually mm. legal. But, don't, um, look, don't put all your best ideas out there, though. Someone will steal them. <laughs> well, I was a little annoyed when I saw the shoot because I've been working on getting him for such a long time. But anyway, that's another story. I do, I really do think, I've been saying for some time now in a, in a chat group that I have with some people I used to work with and now still do work with about how he's, like, in the last, like, two years, he's really <laughs> blossomed, for want of a better word. <laughs> oh, God, so creepy. 
kind of hope. <laughs> like, I mean, good on him. I feel like he's really come into his own. He's as he's very funny he on TikTok and on his um, Instagram and stuff. He's very funny. He's got his own range of merch with this grumpy bird that he looks after on the zoo property, which is just hilarious. And he's just, you know, a decent young man. He does seem like a very decent young man, which I think is nice. I think we like that this day and age, don't yeah, we? Yeah, and I think you yeah. know, like there's a bit of wholesomeness about him, which I feel like is missing when you look at all those married at first sight people and that, you know, shoes mm. and stuff like that. I mean, he might do it in his own time. He says he doesn't really drink because he needs to be on top form for looking after the animals, and that just made me very yeah. sweet. Well, otherwise he might, you know, get his hand bitten off by a crocodile or something. <laughs> oh, if, yeah. if he's hung over. <laughs> You've got to be on form in case a croc <laughs> eats you, I suppose, yeah. That's right, mm. yeah. Anyway. Okay, well, that was news with you. Yes. Robert Her- Irwin is so. hot. Discuss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, should we do a big question? Big question. <clears throat> My yes. question for you, Claire, yeah. is, are you disappointed, embarrassed or despairing at the state of heterosexual relations? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> what day is it? What day is it now? <laughs> um, Talk us through it. Look, there's a thing called heteropessimism. Yeah. And what it is, is all of those kind of jokes where you say, um, you know, my husband unpacked the dishwasher, so that means we're sexually active. Or, you know, um, my list of things my wife was right about, you know, ha-ha, and it's a blank page or, you know, whatever. Or um, And, you know, like sort of those jokes that are sort of suggesting that, well, it's not, I mean, it's not really jokes, but like sort of suggesting that, um, hetero relationships are boring, mundane, um, unhappy, sexless, sexless yeah. and that you yeah. know if you're in one, it's like oh god, it's just so hellish. So there's this whole sort of movement mm. about that, um, and it's they've made this hetero pessimistic culture into into these jokes. There's even a hilarious Instagram account called Hets Explain Yourselves, which talks all about hetero. You know, memes that are, mm. you know, they're quite funny. So it's just like, it's negative thinking um, about sort of the normality of hetero relationships. And it's all about romance, sexual and intimate connection. It's all the things that, you know, people sort of maybe struggle with in long term relationships of any description, I would say, you know. Um, so yeah, and it's all like, uh, people are saying that heterosexuality is on the verge of collapse held together with sticky tape and crossed fingers. Um, so what's the answer is that everybody just explores other kinds of relationships? I so. Because I can't believe that people in, in non-heterosexual relationships don't go through the same issues. No, they must do. I just think that we, you know, it's so ingrained we in about our culture that we moan. Yeah. We make jokes all the time about, yeah. oh, you know, if it's if it's Easter, I must have sex because we only have it on yes. holidays or whatever. Blowjob on your birthday yeah, or whatever. Yeah, all yeah. that stuff. And, like, you know, yeah. put the bins out so we might get lucky tonight and all that sort of, you know, really kind of boring stuff yeah and we also really hero like sisterhood and you know female friendships and we have shows about you know how female friendships are more important than your marriage and if you're a hetero woman you know it's all about sex in the city Mm -hmm. and it's about making sure that you and the girls will stick together forever and so I guess we we are really guilty of 
being a bit hetero pessimistic. Um, yeah, I don't know that there maybe is an answer. Maybe a bit celebratory, is it? Yeah, a bit more celebratory. Yeah. Of... Maybe we just need to, yeah. you know, um, have other visions for heterosexual relationships that are not quite as straightforward as. Um, just oh, the boringness. I don't know if you need to in like invite invent another partner in to your relationship, but maybe it's like you know, um, getting getting things that you need elsewhere, even if it's not sexual. I mean, like you know, freedom or travel or thing you know things that mean that your relationship is something that you look at in the same way as you do your friendships and other things like that. It's, mm. quite, it's quite a sad, but also quite positive. So yeah, I'm not pessimistic Bad, about hetero pessimism. Um, I think there's hope for us all. Although I did tell, I do have a funny thing that happened. So I was reading, mm-hmm. um, you know, those jokes that come up on Facebook, and it says um, that your sex life is named after the last blah you ate or the last thing you watched on TV. Go, you know, and you have to write mm-hmm. what it was. So this one was on that said, your sex life is named after the last thing you watched. And the thing that I just watched was only murders in the building. (laughs) 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 I was like, true that. (laughs) True that. True that. Oh, funny. Funny. Well, something that might help with them if you are in a pessimistic hetero relationship Mm. is um, New York Times had a story. Huh? Oh, cheery. Yes. Oh, cheery. Yeah. Sorry. Um, the New York Times had a story about questions you should ask after the universally tumultuous past two years. Couples therapists say they've been dealing with the fallout every day and they're saying that we need to ask these seven questions, whether you're in a decades-long relationship or a relative new new one, um, they become easier to ask and answer with practice. Would you like to know what they are? Yes. Okay. These are the questions that you must ask each other. One, what do we like to do together for fun? Right. Two, who takes out the garbage now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Three, what is one thing we like about our sex life? Mm-hmm. Four, how have we helped each other through hard times? Five, are we still on the same page about monogamy? Ooh, yes. Six, what is something that is worrying you that you haven't told me about yet? And seven... How can I make you feel or help you feel more loved? Oh, that's nice, I thought, isn't it? They're all very nice. I did it with Timmy. I did the questions with Timmy. Mm-hmm. Um, they're quite good. They're quite conversate. They're quite nice check-ins. They're good for a check-in, I would say. What, what was your answer um, to number three? <laughs> we all want to know. number three? What's the one thing you like about number your three? sex life? <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you know what the answer was? What? Timmy's answer? Fond memories. <laughs> Pessimism there, I would say. <laughs> so I, so I, yes. Anyway, no, let's move no. on from yeah, that. Um, yes, he's, they're good he's questions. A funny man. As, they're good questions. They are good questions, and he's a funny man, as we all know. And yes, I did take his comments on board. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Moving anyway, on. moving on from that. <laughs> yes. Moving on. Let's do a follow up. Yes. It's a follow-up. It's follow a follow-up. Up. It's a follow-up. So we talked about brain fog last week, didn't we? You did. And not just menopausal um, brain fog. Did we? I can't remember. 
I think <laughs> it's the joke that just keeps on giving, isn't it? This, it this does. The there's lots of brain fog, isn't there? There's menopausal brain fog. There's also um, post-pandemic brain fog. People are struggling with that. And some of it is COVID related and some of it is just everyone's brain dead. Yeah. Um, and now you've got a follow up about what can a secret supplement that can fix brain fog. Yes. So I was reading the story. I thought it was very good because it's not about menopause mm. or brain fog. It's literally about when no. you're just a bit like can't concentrate, you're exhausted and you reach for a coffee and stuff. But actually what you need, vitamin B12 or vitamin B12. Yes. Um, which yes. is an overlooked vitamin, which is essential to keep your brain sharp and your nervous system firing on all cylinders. So they say that if you have... I'm going straight out to buy some. You are going? Yes, because I take some of these medicines that they say make you deficient in B12. Right. And I think I've got all of the symptoms. Right. Well, that makes sense. So basically so, they're saying that if um, yeah. people who take metformin, which is a type 2 diabetes drug, um, yes. then they'll probably have vitamin B deficiency. Um, also, if you don't eat meat or dairy, you certainly might be deficient because um, you need meat, eggs, fish and dairy are the primary dietary sources of vitamin B12. Older people are more at risk. So it kind of makes sense. You know, you do see your mum looking for her keys or whatever, or me looking for my keys. <laughs> um, and you think, well, you know, because you get a bit like a bit, not in a, not in a, um, alzheimer's way but in a just a sort of brain foggy getting older way some of that could mm. actually just be down to the you know your vitamin b deficiency i i would say you've got to swap from vegemite to marmite because marmite was always quite um advertises it's got b12 b12 in it. that's right that's right it does mm -hmm. they're also saying people yeah. who've had abdominal or bowel surgery anyone who takes long-term antacid drugs for heartburn so, mm. it, but then they're also saying that if you do eat meat, eggs and dairy, you probably are getting enough B12. So you don't need to sort of go out crazy if you, if you're eating right. those foods, you're probably okay. But just, you just might want to bolster it. So you need, um, if you're aged between 19 to 64, you need about 1.5 micrograms a day of vitamin V12. So a thousandth of a milligram, people playing along at home. Um, oh, so just read it on your you know, your food yeah. packaging and see if you get it. Here's how you'll know if you have it. Extreme tiredness, irritability or fatigue, tick, pins and needles, lack of energy, tick. pale or yellowish skin, yes. sore or red tongue, no. No, mouth ulcers, no. disturbed vision. Mm, only at the moment looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> you kill me. Uh, muscle weakness. And then psychological and cognitive issues such as difficulty with memory and comprehension. I don't understand hey? that one. <laughs> there you go. But okay, maybe it does also say you should con consult your doctor yeah. before taking Don't just randomly go yeah. and take them. But I think it's interesting that we... Don't just say Claire about... said. <laughs> Dr. Claire. Don't say Claire said. <laughs> Dr. Claire I'm going to bring said. up my own range okay. of supplements. Sucker supplements. I can't wait for them. that. Yeah. Perfect. Um, we're talking of brain fog. Should we do a meno moment? Yes, this is an interesting but one. It's a men meno moment. It's a men meno <coughs> moment that's been going on in the UK. Yeah. So they, um, they've got this thing, right, which looks like a cycling vest. And what it is, is a meno vest. And so it simulates a menopausal hot flush. So they can make men put them on, feel what it's like to have a hot flush, and then they'll understand 
what it's like for us poor ladies mm. who have to get a fan out they on the did bus. It in, um, they did it to made all these male MPs put them on, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they did. And yeah. Um, yeah. you can see them on. There's footage of them, and you can see them. And as the as it heats up, you can see them getting all like pink around the gills, and you know, yeah, <laughs> feverish. And I think it's good because one of them said um, that um, Ian Duncan Smith said that. He said it was deeply unpleasant. Unpleasant. It's just deeply unpleasant. Yeah. So I think it's good that they weren't doing it in a like a comedy way, like oh, I'm having a hot flush. Yeah. But he was saying no, it's actually really horrible and really debilitating. Yeah. He says it's um. He says it's one thing standing here, but imagine being at work. If women had been running the show for longer, I very much doubt that women's health would be where it is, and men have a responsibility to fix this problem too. Yes, you bloody do. Yeah. Um. So this is yeah. of course in the UK where they're very sort of forward thinking about. So they've they got are. Carolyn Harris, MP Carolyn Harris, who's the chair of the Menopause Task Force. I want to be on the Menopause Task Force. Bloody mm, should be. Should you be. must. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this MenoVest is sort of really just adding to the conversation about, you know, just how debilitating it can be to be going through this period of our lives. Yeah. Mm, I liked it. Good yeah. on you, yeah. UK MPs, even though you are of the wrong political side to me. But anyway, <laughs> yes. well done for that. Well done for at least um, getting, at least putting it on. Okay, well you've got a little snack attack to talk about as snack well. Attack, snack attack, snack attack, snack attack, snack attack, snack attack. <laughs> um, yeah, well, um, you know how we loved the gay time bites. Yes. Um, I found that they have now got chocolate gay time bites, and oh my god, Ooh. they Ooh. put those normal gay time bites in the shade. They oh, are so okay. good. So um, right. I highly recommend them. I um, had one last night, as and as as, as I ate it, yes, and as I ate it, I thought of you saying, oh, "You're thank just you. big enough for an after dinner snack, or whatever it is that you want." Oh, okay. <laughs> Perfect after dinner snack. But they're really good because um, they've got chocolate ice cream in the middle. There's lots of different, but there's all sorts of new gay times out. Have you seen? Yes, and then there's also the ice cream all... and the blah and the. There's Fruit Loop gay times, yeah. birthday cake gay times, um, all sorts of different gay times. I quite like the yeah? idea of it's fruit, crazy. Loop. fruit Loop gay time sounds quite good, doesn't it? There's Cocoa Pops gay times as well. Well, I was thinking that and I might get crunchy some... And there's Crunchy Nuts. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. See, the problem with yeah. these gay time bites is that the, the crumb on the outside is always a bit soggy. Which is also is. a problem with the ones that you know you buy in some mm. shops, and so, like they can't, or they're not always as kind of they're not as crispy as you'd like them to be. Not that they should be crispy, but mm. they they feel like they need a bit of texture. Mm. <clears throat> so maybe I was in Audi today, not an ad, mm. and it's a surprise. They had ice creams that looked very much like gay time, but weren't gay time, and they had a mint one. Ooh, what were they called? Were they called Happy Happy Times? Yes, I think they were called something like that. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes. but they, yes, I was quite tempted by the mint ones, but I went with a different Audi ice cream, and I'll, I'll report back on that because I haven't tried it yet. Okay, well, that's excellent. Something to look forward to for um, everyone. Set, okay. set up right. a note in your something. diaries, people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, from Snack Attack, let's mm. do some Culture Club. Culture Club. All right. I've got lots here. Whiz through. Whiz. All right. Well, I, um, I, as I said, I was watching Only Murders in the Building. I'm a bit late to the party yes. on that, but I love it. I've watched yes. the whole first season. It's just so fabulous. Steve Martin. Yeah, I love 
I, I've watched a few of them. Mm. Yeah, Steve Martin, the other one. Yeah. What, Steve, what's his name? Uh, short, Martin Short. Not Steve Martin. Martin Short. Martin and, Short. Um, Demi? No, the other no, one. No, Selena. Selena no, Gomez. Demi Lovato. No, Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. Yeah. And it's just lovely. It's just a really fun romp about, about a trio it, it of is. mismatched people who are doing a podcast about murders in their building, hence the name. And it's um it's just really sort of zeitgeisty and fun because it's all about people making podcasts like willy nilly. It's got really good um stars in it, like Tina Fey's in it. She plays a massive um podcast star who sort of makes fun of them. Um and yeah, and it's got a Sting in it. <laughs> sting, well, sign me up. It. Yeah, so it's quite fun. And then of course there's the Stranger Things finale, which everyone would have watched by now. I hope I won't do a spoiler in case, but gosh, it was long. All right. Was Very it? How long? long was it? Well, there was two yep. episodes. I'd say both of them were movie length. We watched them at the same time, Gosh. one after the other. It was a long haul, I yep. tell you, a long haul. But yeah. incredibly good, incredibly good. Always so good, and I don't like it. Um, and then you wanted, you went to see a movie, which I loved, and so did you. Talking of long movies, mm. yes, I went to see Elvis. And yeah. yes, I did very much enjoy it. A few things annoyed me. Um, but that is because I'm a massive Elvis fan. So I was sort of, I, do, I was doing that thing where you're watching it going, well, that didn't happen. And I know you have to allow for artistic license, but I just found it a little bit annoying because so much did happen in his life that you didn't necessarily need yeah. the sort of, there's some silly, some silly bits that I thought didn't add anything to the film, silly plot lines, but I thought it looked amazing and Austin Butler was absolutely ridiculous how good he was so amazing um yeah I yeah um I think I thought there were a few little weak points but on the whole it was jolly good and I would recommend everyone go and watch it I think so too especially on the big screen yeah. I think it's definitely a big screen one definitely and yeah. the music is amazing that was the first time I'd been to the cinema in three and a half years oh my god or something like ridiculous Did you need to like go to that the it would be three years I reckon didn't no. You? Oh, look at you. How at you and your impeccable bladder control? <laughs> I, no, but I did, go to, I did go to a matinee. I went to a two o'clock. Right. And I wonder if that helps. Maybe. With the, I thought you were about you know, to say, and I did wear an adult nappy. <laughs> 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 so I could um, get through. But it was quite fun. And then when we got to the cinema, because we booked it with our free tickets before they all ended, oh, yeah. and then the cinema they put it on had those... Um, chairs that go back it wasn't gold class but they had you know what they called recliner chairs Fabulous. and that was very exciting because it was super comfortable yeah yeah oh, I um it. no I did enjoy it I, I liked playing spot the Aussie as well I didn't spot all the Aussies but um I spotted quite a few and um and it just looked yeah it looked pretty amazing didn't it they recreated some of the scenes so perfectly you felt like you were there and just I just like it. Um, I know it's theatrical and bazzy but it wasn't too bazzy as mm. I said and I liked that theatricalness of it I, I sort of enjoyed yes. it from a kind yeah. of fantasy part as well. it was a spectacular it was. yes it was definitely a spectacular yeah. yes. um, and then um, we've both been watching the split season three yes oh my god I'm two episodes in. I'm only two episodes in as well. And I will say yes. that the first episode is pretty traumatic. Um, it is, yes. In that it just it just knocks you for six. 
So it's, um, yes. if anyone hasn't watched it, it's on iView. It's about a family law lawyer and her husband who are splitting up. Um, she had an affair in the first season, second season. Second this, season. This is, the, yeah. this is the third and final season, I believe. Yes. Um, and it's just, it's just really good British drama, isn't it? It's good soupy, soapy drama, posh yeah. drama. Posh, posh soap people is what I would call in it. lovely houses and lovely clothes. Yes, and ridiculous. Like they've all they're all in houses that would probably cost about seven million pounds. Yeah, and um, they've all got beautiful like vampire wife clothes and stuff. I was reading the first. Um, I was reading that the the actor and actress who play the leads actually went to university together, and it's really awkward for them to kiss now because oh, they've really? known each other for thirty years. Hilarious. Yeah, and yeah. they're like, ooh. It's just really good. It's probably, <laughs> no, like, my it's husband can't watch excellent. it. He has to walk out of the room because he hates it so much as soon as it comes on. Right. <laughs> we had a fight about right. it. Um, and oh. I'm also reading a book, the new Lisa Today, a book. She wrote Three Women. She also wrote Animal. I really like her. This is a, a selection of short stories about w different kinds of women in different kinds of relationships. I really liked it. Loved it, in fact. Oh. It's got her real, you know, okay. she's sort of a bit dirty and a bit kind of grimy and yeah. very honest and yeah. very raw, yes. and it's all of those raw. things. Raw. Good. Raw. Mm -hmm. Well, I've been reading books that aren't any of those things um, <laughs> because <laughs> all the summer beach reads are coming out in the Northern Hemisphere. So um, Ellen Hildebrand has a new one out. She only writes about people in Nantucket. Oh, well, that's lovely. <laughs> which has made me very obsessed with Nantucket. So much so that I thought, oh, I'd love to go to Nantucket. So I started looking up um, what it costs to stay on Nantucket. And honestly, like three nights will cost you about four grand. Wow. It is the most ridiculous island. It's like Martha's Vineyard, yeah. very exclusive, very, yeah. Anyway, so she's written you, about 15 Did you books. think, you know what? Nan fuck it. Nan fuck it, I yeah, did. Yeah. Thank you, Claire. <laughs> Amazing. Anyway, her latest one is called The Hotel Nantucket, and it's about a new hotel on the island and all the people who work there and they all interconnect and there's all sorts going on. And it was Perfect jolly good, jolly fun. Yeah. Beach read. And then the other beach read that I'm reading at the moment is Lucy Clark, one of the girls, and it's um a hen's weekend, and you you find out on the first page that somebody's died. Um, so that's not a spoiler. And they've gone to an island in Greece. So if, you, if you're sitting in the rain in, in Australia and you fancy a bit of, you know, Greek um, whatever inspiration, <laughs> it's quite... Uzo. Yes, there's lots of Uzo in it. And there's six women go on this hen's weekend and they're sort of different ages and different, you know, different backgrounds. And then you're sort of you're reading it. I haven't finished yet. You're reading it, trying to work out who's dead and who did it. And oh, so it's sort yeah. of like... a it's a bit of chick lit, but with a bit of psychological thriller, which is what how they all are these days, isn't it? Something um, else. You have another thing up. But I think it's only nine ninety nine on <coughs> iBooks or whatever. So I think it's on you... special. Oh, it's even better, isn't it? Yes. So I'm Love quite enjoying it. that one. Four. Oh. I'd give that one four stars. Oh, okay. So far. Okay. Out of ten. Out of a hundred. No. no. <laughs> out of five. Out of five. I'd give Ellen Hildebrand a solid four out of five for mm -hmm. a beach read. And this, yeah, they're, they're solid beach reads, I would say. Excellent. Excellent. Well, there you go. If, you want, if you're going away on holiday and getting away from this rain mm. in Sydney, then you might like to mm. have a, look, a little read. Yeah. You might. Mm. Okay, let's do some beauty spot. Beauty spot. Beauty, beauty spot. spot. Beauty, beauty spot. spot. I have a hair what recommendation. 
Oh, gosh, go on. So you might have seen this in your Instagram feed. It comes up in mine all the time. Coco and Eve hair products. I don't know if you ever have. No, oh, I don't know if I mine have. I buy so many, <clears throat> so many hair things. Anyway, uh, I got sent, full disclosure, an email from a PR saying, do you want to try this um, hair mask? And so I said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's called Sweet Repair. And it's like something, it's, it recommend, It says it's going to improve your strength by 85% your hair strength, not your actual strength. That would be funny, wouldn't it? Um, mm, reduce damage by 65%, increase hydration, increase hair shine and release pollution damage. And my God, it does everything it says on the box. It's got hyaluronic acid really? in it, keratin, blah, blah, blah. Anyway... I have so much prob- so many problems with conditioners because I get really allergic reactions to them. And you know how we've spoken about that. Your your woman said not to use conditioner because it can mm. irritate the scalp. doesn't irritate my scalp. It's $51. It's quite expensive. But I've already bought a second. How many machine. goes do you get out of it? Oh, you'd get a few. I'd probably get, you'd probably okay. get six out of it maybe. Oh, so cost, okay. per, cost per mask is fine. And I didn't even leave it on for all the recommended time. But I was so impressed I bought another one straight away. And then I, because I'd also bought their Miracle hair oil stuff once before, and that was also really good. Again, it doesn't irritate my scalp, but it's also, not only is it a hair oil that you normally use to just, you know, calm your frizz, it's also a heat protectant at the same time. Because I never remember Ooh. to put heat protectants in my hair and burn the shiz Ooh. out of it. So I think they're a really good brand and I, I'm going to continue to use it. Um, well, I don't have any beauty spots, I'm afraid. No, um, right. But we could do a what, what? hurts now. Um, I went to the doctor and I had to have an ultrasound and my God, I hate Ooh. them. Did they put that big thing up, your clacker? That, yes. <laughs> So, first of all, you have to do it with a full bladder, don't you? And they go over the top. Yeah. And that's really uncomfortable. And they're pushing yeah. on you. And you just want yeah. to go, I'm going to piss my pants in a second. <laughs> yeah. And then they go, okay, go and have a wee, let everything out, and then come back and take your pants off. And then you have to lie there where they put the thing at the clacker and go, it won't be long. And then, like, an hour later, they're still going, like, clicking on their machine and waving the <laughs> wand. Like, putting the wand in backwards. It's actually quite painful as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because they're moving things around to get out of the way. They ask you to push down. Mm. so awful mm. and you know and you've got your legs up and because they're trying to get into position they're like can you just move <laughs> your knee so then your legs start shaking and you've got so, <laughs> you know it's just like going around, up so and around. Horrendous. you're like that's so enough, undignified. i think you've had enough time up there <laughs> <laughs> i'm done now i'm done now i've had enough and then you need to go to the toilet again because it's just like you know get mm. off Anyway. It's just like they're just rummaging around, aren't they? Rummaging around. I feel like they move everything out of the way and then you then you have to put everything back in the right spot. Like, I felt like I've had a pain in my side ever since because I think that she moved something that she shouldn't have moved or squashed it up against something else. I know someone who actually, they got nicked during um, <gasps> a, a pap test. Oh. Mm-hmm. And what happened? And that was ouchies. Mm. Mm. Lots of blood. Mm. Uh, lots of mm, no good mm. well I don't think um, bad oh, like that, but it was just not very pleasant no. mm. it's not pleasant well no. I'm sorry that happened to you thank you yeah alright and just to finish up Claire yeah we've got a new segment we've got a new seg- a new segment mm-hmm. called I'm so I'm excited and I, I just can't hide it. why are you excited because I'm going on holiday Lisa Oh, where are you going? I'm going to 
Canada and Alaska. <laughs> that is exciting. Um, and how long till you go? Um, ten days. That is very exciting. Yeah. So Everybody's travelling our... at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, they are. It will might affect our timetable slightly. But, it might. You know, that's all it right. Might. I haven't had a holiday for a long time, and I'm very excited. Good. I'm glad. Yes. I think you deserve it. Thank you. You deserve it, Claire. Thank you. Don't have you? Have you got anything exciting you? Well, I have got some news, yes, which mm-hmm. I did announce on the on the LinkedIn the other day, and mm-hmm. that is that, Claire, um, I am moving back to London for a while. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why? Why? Yes, Why? it's very exciting for you. I'm very, I'm uh, thrilled for you. It is. It's very exciting, very nerve-wracking, quite overwhelming. There were tears today because I was just, I'm only, I finished up work on Friday and went to the cinema yesterday. So today was really day one of, you know, mm. countdown and it was so overwhelming. I was just bawling my eyes out. I just oh. couldn't, mainly because I opened up a cupboard and the stuff had got, stuff had gone mouldy in the course of about two or three days. Um, and I just thought, oh, my God, this is the last thing I need. But luckily I caught it. I think just I've managed to get the mould off the stuff. Right. Um, that's the first mould we've had, touch wood, because well. everything's mouldy in Australia at the moment. Yeah. Um, so, yes, it's very overwhelming but very exciting. So as of Friday, um, I stopped work, and now we're just doing sort of packing up and trying to visit relatives who we might not see for a while. And, um, and then we go to London town and... <sighs> Hang out, hang out with the people there for a while. So exciting, and I'm so jealous. Mm. So, but I'm also delighted yes. for you. But I'm also bereft. Thank you. <laughs> people bereft. keep saying to me, think... "How are you going to cope without Lisa?" And I'm like, "I'm all right, <laughs> thanks." <laughs> I'll be fine, whatever. And then I'm like, well, "I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it." Mm. I mean, everybody's doing a bit of a great reset, aren't they, and what have you? Yeah, and I think after the pandemic, why not? It's very, very um, popular, I think, to sort of rethink where you're where you're at. Yeah. And I'm also turning fifty next week, so ah, it's all sort of coming week. together. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so that's very exciting. You're catching up to me finally. Thank God. Thank Christ yes. for that. Taking a while, isn't it? Yes, it has. That's very fun. <laughs> so, are you excited? You having a party? Um, I am having a party for my fiftieth. Yes, very I was just fun. trying my frock on <gasps> then. Yeah, so yeah, fun. it's all good, isn't it? Yeah, good well, to have something to look forward to. I think so. Given the the last couple of years, it's nice to have something fun in the in the works, isn't it? Yes, definitely. <sighs> um, so we'll have to decide whether you still want to hear us babbling on when I'm in London and Claire's in Sydney and time differences and you know I won't be able to watch maths at the same time as you guys obviously (laughs) that's a big one Uh, I don't know why we even bother (laughs) (laughs) all those kinds of things but But we'll we'll have a we'll have a discussion and um, we'll 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 report back back. yeah (laughs) yeah all right well we'll we'll be back next week on that bombshell We will be back next week, though, won't we? Yeah. We'll be back next week and then, and then I'll be yeah. away for a week, so we probably won't do one then. Anyway, we'll yeah. work it all out. We'll work it all out. Just we'll keep you guessing. Keep you guessing. Um, yeah. We'll see you next week, then. Come to the PDA right. and tell us anything you want to, really. Yeah. We'll what, see you what? then. Okay. Bye see bye. you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.